I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 131 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that is coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, I am back from my trip to Atlanta. I had a wonderful experience bringing First Class Fatherhood on the road. I stood right alongside all the big news outlets and sportscasters, and I fired away questions about fatherhood and family life to all the elite players of the NFL who are fathers that will be playing in the Super Bowl this weekend. So lock it into First Class Fatherhood for Super Bowl Sunday. I'll be publishing a special episode telling you all about my experience and playing all the sound bites from Media Day. If you're following me on social media, I posted up there some of my conversation that I had with Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. I mean, so let's go, dads, here. The celebration of fatherhood and family values is on fire. I am so blessed to have you guys supporting me here. I started this podcast just 10 months ago with just really just some imagination and faith. And from the little acorn grew the mighty oak, all right? So lock it into first class fatherhood. We are rolling right along here. And if you have an opportunity, please get over to iTunes and hit me with a rating or a review. It really all goes a long way to help me bring you the best podcast possible. All right, and today I have an awesome father joining me for a Warrior Wednesday. Veteran Pete A. Turner will be here in just a minute, so please stick around for the interview. And one man who is dedicated to helping our Warriors is George Fox, the owner of NFW Watch Company. You have got to go check out his selection of timepieces over at nfwonline.com. Find out why Navy SEALs like Ray Care and Craig Sawyer only wear NFW watches. You can use my promo code FATHER and you can save 15% off. You'll get free domestic shipping, and $50 of your purchase will go towards Honor Flight, which is helping our World War II veterans. So get over to nfwonline.com and use my promo code FATHER. All right, tomorrow on First Class Fatherhood, actor Brady Smith will be here. He is married to and has children with Tiffany Thiessen from Saved by the Bell and 90210. They have a new children's book coming out, so it's going to be a lot of fun tomorrow. Lock it in. Fatherhood rocks, family values rule, and every day is Father's Day right here with me. And I will be right back on the other side of this quick little spot with Pete A. Turner. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. I cannot say thank you enough to all the listeners out there. You will hear a word from my sponsors in the middle of today's interview. If you would like to help me make First Class Fatherhood ad-free, please consider becoming a supporter of the podcast by hitting the link in the description of today's podcast episode. Welcome back to First Class Fatherhood. Today's interview is being brought to you by NFW Watches. Please go over to nfwonline.com and use my promo code FATHER at the checkout. You're going to save 15% off your entire order. You're going to get free shipping inside the United States. And $50 of every order is going to go directly towards Honor Flight, which is helping our World War II veterans. Get over to nfwonline.com. Use the promo code FATHER. All right, and joining me now is a first-class father. He is a combat veteran and host of a podcast called The Break It Down Show, of which I had the pleasure of being on myself, so you got to check it out. It is an honor for me to say Pete A. Turner. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Thanks, man. It's awesome to be here. I appreciate it. All right, here we go. How many kids do you have, and how old are they? Yeah, I have one daughter, and she is 21 years old. Awesome. What type of uh, sports or activities was she into growing up? 
You know, she did a lot of different things, you know, a little bit of basketball, a little bit of running. Uh, she just kind of just liked to try everything. But I would say cross-country is probably her main thing. Very cool. All right, Pete, please hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. Yeah, sure. So I'm a multi-tour combat veteran. I've been on over a 1,000 combat patrols. I'm the kind of guy that goes outside of the wire. I'm a, I'm a spy. So my job is to go out and make the enemy trust me and have them become my friends. And so... Each and every day I'd get up and go out, sometimes multiple times, and, and you just try to see what you can find out in my world. And now, though, I'm a podcaster like you, and I've got a couple of different shows. One's called Breakdown Show, and one, the other one is called Popping the Bubble. And I also produce podcasts for other people. So you've probably seen my work out there and just not realized it because I, uh, you know, it's not about me. It's about the person whose show it is, and I just do what I can to make sure they shine and go from there. Nice. When did fatherhood come into the picture for you, Pete? And how did becoming a dad change your perspective on life? Yeah, it was a total surprise for me. You know, I didn't think I was going down that path. And at 27, I met a met a girl. We fell in love. We were both in the army, and uh, you know, we decided to get married and have a kid. And um, you know, I, how it changed, changed everything for me. I mean, I had something a creature. You know, it was irresponsible. I had responsible uh, responsibility for the, her well-being and uh, sacrifices were instantly created. And you don't realize that, you know, when you are about to have a kid. But once you have that kid and you see how helpless and tender and, and how much you love it, you just you start giving everything of yourself to, to make your life about something more. Awesome. And I'll tell you, one of the most emotional videos that I ever see online is when there's a soldier or sailor returning home unannounced and they surprise their kids by showing up. I love those videos, and it really makes me respect and honor uh, men and women of our military like yourself. I mean, as a civilian, I hate being away from my kids overnight. I can't imagine doing it overseas with my life on the line. So what was that experience like for you, Pete? How did being away from your daughter affect your service as a soldier, uh, you know, being a dad and being away? Yeah, it's tough because, again, I'm out in a remote spot or I'm going out into a combat zone every day. So I really can't share my day-to-day life with my daughter. And and uh, when we would talk on the phone, it would be more about what she was doing. And uh, she just wasn't much of a phone talker in general. So most of our time that was special was really spent together. You know, and I had the luxury of, of making some pretty decent money when I was deployed. So we could go on some pretty grand adventure-style vacations. So it would be... It would be those times where we would just get into whatever we, whatever moment and experience we wanted to share, and our life became more about experiences and shared time than things or uh, objects or whatever it was. Like, how do we, how do we fly to a place? What's the next place? And she really got a chance to explore that with me and saying, "Hey, how about we go here?" Even as a young girl, you know, five and six years old, she could navigate her way through an airport, and then she would, you know, put her her mind on where we might go for the next adventure. So we've always got like this uh, adventure wanderlust kind of streak in us in our, in our father daughter relationship. Wow. That's awesome. And I know that you're well-traveled. You've been to some pretty dark places on the planet. What have you seen or where is the worst condition for children? And what is the big difference that you've noticed about kids overseas as opposed to kids here in America? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, I get a chance to see inside the houses a lot of times away from the army because my, you know, it's easier for me to do my job that way. And you really get to see how the parents are with the kids, including the moms, which is pretty rare for a male service member to get a chance to see moms interacting with kids at all. But I was fortunate to be in those kind of situations. And what you realize is a lot more things that are common than uncommon. I mean, 
do the kids have constant uh, mentoring and and coaching and and parental presence? No, they're they're let, left to their own devices a lot more because of the nature of where they live. But that doesn't mean that the dad, when they sits down, doesn't reach over and gently like move some hair off of his daughter's ear or something like that. And you see those tender moments that translate nationality. They trans they they go past religion and all those things. You know, and that's that's where I come to realize about culture is that look, let's look for the ways that we're more alike than disalike. And then also, you alluded to it, but let me just say, like, when you get out of the U.S. and you look around and you realize just how great we really do have it, it changes. I know my perspective on how I look at what true problems are, and and I, you know, my, my job as dad as as a warrior is to is to get us to focus on the areas where the work is. And I'm telling you right now, the work is in spending time looking for joy and, and finding ways to give your daughter, in my case, or son or kids, you know, opportunities to have joyful experiences so they learn to chase joy a lot more. Because everybody knows when something bad or hate happens, but we, we should be collecting a lot more joy from my, my perspective. Yes, I agree. And I think that's really why we need to put an emphasis on the importance of family life. And our pop culture does a terrible job of this. The way dads are portrayed in the movies and on TV is terrible. And this younger generation of men is getting the wrong idea about fatherhood, about family life. Uh, They see it as a burden, not as a blessing. And I feel that if we could just kind of turn that narrative around and the overwhelming message from pop culture was about celebrating fatherhood, about how awesome it is to raise a family. Uh, I I think that if we uh, would just strengthen our family units, most of the problems that we have in this country would just fade away. Yeah, I don't know that uh, that you're incorrect. I I think that you're definitely on to something there and how we portray people. It's easy. Everybody, everybody's a bigot. Everybody unfairly judges people and, and does things that are unfair. The evolved person knows that their first response is likely flawed, and they move to slow down and consider what's, what's the bigger picture here, what, what's the actual true thing. And so to, to put down fatherhood is just nonsensical, you know, to say that men or women are better than one or the other. Look, we're humans, and the more we focus on just where the work is, not not where we want some something to be, but where's the work at? Where, where do we make a difference? How do I help someone in their life? If you focus there, I, I find that you are you are a lot more granular, but you're also dealing with actual things you can make a, a difference with and collect people to go in that common direction. All right, it is now time for a word from today's sponsors, and I'll be right back with more of the action on First Class Fatherhood. Yeah, and I'll tell you, my favorite quote from any president is from John F. Kennedy when he says, ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. And I think we can apply that directly to family life. If we say, you know, if we ask not what our family can do for me, but what I can do for my family, uh, I think if that mentality takes over, we would see big changes in our culture and in our society. Yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt. How, how can I help should be, you know, your, your mantra. How can I help you? How can I help? What, what, let's do it. Let's go. You know, what are we going to do? Do I'm a big believer in do. Do something. Even if it ends up being the wrong thing, you've been working on getting better, and now you've corrected towards what you need to do to accomplish the day-to-day things that have to happen. Everything starts with day-to-day, the ground truth. You know, you can say, I want my kid to graduate from Harvard and play baseball. 
okay, well, day to day, what do you have to do to do that? There are tasks that you have to master and certain habits you have to build to, to do whatever part of parenting or life that you want to do. And they have, if they don't have roots in the ground truth, then, then you've got to readjust what you do. My, my daughter and I have a, you know, she's an adult and I can only do so much, really not really any parenting, really. I'm more of a guide at this point. So what do I do on a day-to-day basis? A lot of the times I let her learn a lot of the things and, and just layer in just little nudges of advice and, and counsel and just like, this is a resource if you need it, you know, and, that's, you know, that's what I do on a day-to-day basis is just look for those things that are small, but you can stack those wins and they're just the tiniest little things, but they make a big difference over time. Yeah. And I think something about resources is, is the internet, the smartphone, and just everything we have access to now. I mean, it can really either be a gold mine or it can destroy your life, depending on how you use it. You can find some great content that's all free on social media that can really change your life and make a big impact, but you can also find content that can really destroy a young mindset. Yeah, you you can't focus on hate. Again, like, how do you focus on joy? How do you focus on service? And every young person should find and have some kind of a mentor. And it doesn't mean that person will be your mentor for a long time, and maybe maybe the quest is finding a mentor, and along that path you get better. But every every young person needs to to have someone who can say, who's not a parent, you know, who can be candid in a different way and, kind of guide their actions and say a little less of this, a little more of that. Let me know what you find out when you work on this for a while and check back in. I think that's a powerful thing that really anybody, but if you, like you're right, it's easy on social media to get trapped up in, in things and perceptions when reality, the people that are, are going to win, one of the most wealthy guys I know, you would never know it. He, he worked in the industry for just – he slowly built up wealth like you were talking about. He was in vending machines and things like that. And over time, he bought property and, and storage facilities. And, you know, nothing about what he does is romantic or sexy, but he is independently wealthy. He can make the decisions he wants to make, and he did it by every day going out and adding a brick to the wall. Yeah, all right, Pete. Let me bring this back over here to you. I know as a veteran, you are a very disciplined person, but how are you as a disciplinarian as a father? <laughs> uh, it's pretty funny. I would tell my daughter, I'm like, I'm going to have to yell at you now. And then I would talk to her in the same calm voice. But um, and keep in mind, I've got to be careful because if I lose my temper at all, if I lose control of what I'm doing, I've got to be very measured because of my skill set, right? And I can undermine mentally my daughter's well-being by trying to be too manipulative. And it's, it's easy. It's a hammer. I can hammer the crap out of any problem. But that doesn't mean every problem needs a hammer. So I always find that I have to slow down, make sure I'm calm, and then engage her and just, you know, figure out where she's at so I can help her where she's at instead of just saying, go do this. It's just not my style of parenting. So I'm very much a collaborative patient and try to be a listening parent who I want to understand her goals and how she makes decisions. Then I want her to kind of understand those things about me so that we know that we're kind of going in a common direction. It's not easy to do, but that's how I approach it. Very cool. All right. What can you tell my listeners about the Break It Down Show and where they can find it? Breakitdownshow.com. The genesis of it was I came back from Afghanistan and I wanted to do something different. My friend had a radio show and I said, you should have me on as a guest. And, and he did. And I never left. And 
John and I have created over 400 different podcast episodes, so there's hundreds of hours of content out there. And we've had world-famous people on, and we've had people that you would never, ever know. And actually, there's this guy named Alec that's going to be on on Friday that you might know. And, uh, you know, because we're just collecting, look, we illustrate life. That's what we do on the Break It Down show. So the the show from last Friday is this incredible guy. He's a rapper named X-Rated who went to prison for murder. And it took him about 24 years to get it figured out. He got out at 26 years. But if you hear his story and you're not moved by the evolution that this this man went through from being a hardened, you know, no regard for anybody's safety, including his own gang member, to this guy that's insightful and wise and just completely different place. Those are the kind of stories we tell. Maybe we have musicians on. Maybe we have actors. Maybe it's combat warriors like myself. But that's what we do in the Break It Down show. It's awesome. I definitely recommend it. And you can find it at BreakItDownShow.com, iTunes, anywhere where you find a podcast. It'll be there. Awesome. I will include the link to the Break It Down show in the description of this podcast episode. What type of goals do you have, Pete, uh, for this year and beyond? What are you working on? Well, um, I'm working on a project that hopefully will turn turn out to be a movie on the end. Um, so that will hopefully happen here in the first half of the year. But these things are big. But that that's where I'm going to put a lot of effort in. And I'm also working on, of course, the podcast, you know, putting out content every week and uh, expanding that brand. But it's a lot of work on just more familiarity, right? Like everybody, everybody's out there trying to talk about what they do. And uh, so there's a lot of, of noise. So I want to find ways to continue to improve the quality and, and improve the reach of my show and, and the services that I provide as a podcast producer. Good stuff. All right, Pete, last thing I'm going to hit you with here. I love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about-to-be father who's out there listening? Kids bounce. Best advice I ever got. Kids bounce. So let them, let them get up. Let them fall down a little bit. I'm not saying let them get hit by a train. I'm saying let them bounce a little bit. Give them a chance to, to build some resilience. That's it right there. Just you know, we don't see our kids as being as capable as they are as parents. We want to protect them and do for them. Do a little less of that. Awesome. I love the message. I love the advice. It's been an honor to speak with you today. Uh, Pete A. Turner, thank you for giving me a few minutes of your time on First Class Fatherhood. Thanks, man. My pleasure. I really enjoyed it. I'm glad to come on anytime. All right. I'll be right back after a quick spot. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Pete A. Turner for giving me a few minutes of his time here. That was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys. Drop me a DM on Instagram or Facebook. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to hear your feedback. Join me here tomorrow. I'm going to have First Class Father and actor Brady Smith. And then Friday for a nice Frogman Friday episode, I'm going to have former Navy SEAL commander Mark Devine. And don't forget, coming on Super Bowl Sunday, I got a special edition coming that's going to detail my whole experience that I had at Media Day down in Atlanta, where I interview guys like Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, and all the rest. So lock it in. It's going to be a lot of fun. That's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lace. You've been listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first class fathers. Your half-truths and tales
Control as a 